our church. Everyone is invited. Mark this down on your list. There is no charge. So everyone is invited. We're going to have a great time Sunday after church on Sunday morning. Uh, we'll be having a fish fry at the gym. So everybody come over and be with us. We're going to have a great time and, um, and uh, fellowship. And we appreciate them doing that. And we're going to need some help in the kitchen. So if you will be getting with my wife on that. And uh, we'll work and see all of that be a great success and a lot of fun. Also, uh, starting for the next uh, four weeks, um, I will be doing a class for the young men. Uh, these are young men that feel like you might have a calling of God on your life. doesn't necessarily have to be you're just trying to feel direction and uh, see where God would lead you or what God wants you to do. You have a desire to do something from the Lord, for the Lord. Uh, we will be having a class before men's prayer meeting on Tuesday evening at 6 o'clock. And that starts this Tuesday. And uh, so all of you young men that are interested in that, be here at 6 o'clock Tuesday. And uh, we're going to go over a few things and try to, try to give some instruction on how to be used of God. There is many, many different avenues that you can be used of God. And uh, we want to develop everyone that we possibly can. And also, we have a brand new saint here with us today. And um, Brother Micah and Sister Aaron has a new baby boy. Wow. They told me that the fourth time was the charm, but it didn't work for me. Or the third time, third time. And uh, so we're so glad for them, glad for God's touch and a healthy baby. Amen. Glad that he's able to be in the house of the Lord with us today. So the fifth time was the boy for me, and it come a little direction that I was not expecting, but I'm having fun with it anyway. And uh, Tammy and Nathaniel need to hurry up and have another one or... He's not going to be worth killing. Y'all start praying for the salvation of his soul now. And uh, so we'll have that all taken care of. And uh, so it is good to be in the house of the Lord today. Hasn't the weather been just outstanding? Man, thank God. Thank God. And uh, I guess it's been kind of like the rainbow after the storm. And the nice, cool mornings has been so nice. And uh, we are thankful for that, and uh, we pray for those who are suffering today. Our prayers and thoughts are with them, and uh, we want to thank um, all the men that gather on Sunday morning. I had to leave out a little early this morning, but appreciate the good cinnamon rolls that we had today. And uh, I ate, only ate a half of a cinnamon roll this morning, so um, I, that, that should be good for about 45 minutes. And uh, on top of what already I had planned. So uh, anyway, don't get too depressed. I'm just joking. If you have your Bibles, let's look into the Word of the Lord. Let's go to Exodus chapter number 20. Exodus chapter number 20, verse number 5. I've been getting on to my, my uh, two sections to my right because uh, they've been slim the last few services, and uh, y'all done a lot better today. 
and I thank you for that. So y'all being being a little nicer to one another had uh, more of a crowd show up in those two sections, so we're thankful for that. And uh, Lord bless you. Glad that all of you getting back to uh, normal, whatever normal is. I'm not sure that I know what normal is, but getting back to normal. And um, our plans are, um, we have our summer vacation plan, and we had to push that back to October and uh, do because there was no more room in the summer. And uh, we are planning on going to Florida, my family and myself, if it's still there after this weekend. So uh, that will be the 1st of October, the good Lord willing. And... um, the creek don't rise and things don't get blowed away. Exodus chapter 20, verse number 5. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I am the Lord thy God. For I the Lord, for I the Lord thy God am a jealous God visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and the fourth generation to them that hate me. And um, I would read the rest of the next verse, but I'm going to stop right there. And what I want to talk to us about for the next few moments this morning is the Scripture says, Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, speaking of other gods, nor serve them, other gods. For I, the Lord, thy God, am a jealous God. Am a jealous God. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, God is a jealous God. Let's put down our Bibles today. Let's lift up our hands and our voices and ask God to help us in this house. God, we're depending on You. Our faith, our confidence, our trust, our hope is in You, God. I pray for the anointing of the Holy Ghost today. I pray that You would anoint me to obey You, to say what You would have me to say, to do what You would have me to do. Anoint the ears, the hearts, the spirits, the souls, the minds of Your people. Everybody said, in Jesus' name, let's clap our hands together unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Lord bless you. You may be seated. I want to talk to you this morning for the next few moments about something I think is very, very important to each and every one of us that is needful and uh, that we all should should do better in, and uh, we should all uh, strive to be and excel in this area. And I want to talk to us for the next few moments about faithfulness. Faithfulness. The the as I read in the scripture this morning that God warns us, and He is warning the children of Israel in the book of Exodus, about his jealousy and how that he is a jealous God. And he does not want them worshiping any other gods. 
He does not want them bowing down to any other gods. He does not want them to serve any other gods because he said, I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. And uh, so God, if we could say it like this, God does have a jealous streak in him. And I know that jealousy is cruel. They have always said that jealousy is cruel as the grave. But I think the Scripture kind of sums it up when the Apostle Paul was leaving to the church at Corinth in the second chapter, or second Corinthians chapter number 11 and verse number 2. He said, For I am jealous over you with a godly jealousy. I think that godly jealousy and the jealousy that is in this world is totally separate from uh, what God is trying to relate to us and trying to give to us. I think here in the jealousy of people, I have seen uh, that people get things in their mind. And uh, it does not have to be true. I think that sometimes people's minds play tricks on them. And uh, people's minds start to corrupt uh, uh, their, their being. And they think things that, that are not. They think, or the Scripture would say, that, that things that are not as though they were. And uh, I, I think it would be kind of the same thing as of hearing things in the night. And hearing things... Uh, Always thinking that somebody is out to get you. And always, uh, you know, just being paranoid about everything. Every, every time you hear, you see two people over in the corner are, are, are just visiting and they're kind of whispering, you automatically think, ah, oh, they're talking about me. Or, or when somebody walks by you and does not speak, it's like, you know, they got something against me when all, all it is, is is they're just busy. And um, I, I get accused of this a lot, and it's things that I've tried to work on. Brother Duplessis has tried to work with me for years on this. And I, I don't have the greatest personality in the world, but I have improved a little bit through the years. But you get things on your mind. And uh, you get busy with things and you really, you're focused on those things and you just get in a zone and you really don't notice who's around you. And I, sometimes I do that in church. I've got my mind made up where I'm going, what I'm doing, and I walk by people and people automatically think the preacher's mad at them when I didn't even recognize you even standing there. And, uh, but, but there, there is, there is imaginations and there, there is things I've seen. I've seen jealousy in relationships that that because of people were seriously jealous that they imagine things that are not true, that are not real, that it's just something that is going on in their head because they are jealous. You need you need to understand that the devil works with jealousy. And the devil works with envy. And the devil works with strife. And the devil works with your imaginations. And the devil uh, works with your thinking process to try his best to destroy and distort what is really true. Don't read things in 
all the time. Amen. Because lots of times what you're putting in the chapter don't belong at all. It's just an imaginary thing that is going on in your mind. Don't think that everybody's out to get you because really, I hate to tell you, but everybody's not really thinking about you. People's got a lot more to think about and a lot more to worry about. So you can't worry about what everybody thinks about you. And I want to tell you, if you ever plan on being in the ministry, you certainly can't worry about what everybody thinks about you. And so you just got to keep on going and you got to keep your head up and you got to keep believing in the good that is in people and look for good that is in people. Quit looking for boogie bears all the time. Amen. Now, that's not what I come to preach about, but I got kind of chasing a rabbit there. But, but don't, don't accuse your husband or wife of something that is not there. Amen. Amen. Have faith. Have confidence. Amen. That they, they married you because they loved you and they don't want anybody else. Amen. Boy, that was weak, right? Now, maybe that's the reason why I'm chasing this rabbit. Amen. That was weak right there. But, but don't put each other under, under pressure for no reason. Amen. It's kind of like, kind of like a dog with a choke chain on him. You can choke the poor thing to death. You got to learn how to give a little bit. Learn how to be patient a little bit. Amen. Don't be so jealous. But, but then, then the Word of God tells us that, that He is jealous over us. He is, He is espoused us to one, one, one. We've got to be committed to Him. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 34 and verse number 14, For thou shalt worship no other God. That's with the little G. That's football God, baseball God, basketball God, NFL God, college sport God, high school God, fishing God, hunting God, mall God. No other God. A God can be whatever you build Him up to be. Amen. For the Lord, for the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous God. He is a jealous God. A godly jealousy. Zechariah chapter 8 and verse number 2, the Scripture says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I was jealous for Zion with a great jealousy, and I was jealous for her with a great fury. It made God angry when He seen the children of Israel whoring after other gods, going after them, worshiping the gods that He had already destroyed and defeated through them. And it, it made God angry. And uh, the Apostle Paul, as I've already read, said he was jealous over the church at Corinth with a godly jealousy. 
I think that 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 what God is telling us here that He He is wanting our total commitment. Now, if you give me a little little space this morning, I'm going to go a little bit slower today than normal. But but I I feel like that I have something to share with you this morning. That that He is telling us about how serious God is about our 100% devotion to Him. Now, I think that there is a lot of things that we can do and we can enjoy in life as long as we handle it with moderation and not allow things to come between us and God. I think if we're not very careful, we allow the blessings of God to become a curse to us. What God has given us, what God has blessed us with, the, the finances that God has blessed us with. Now, I, I, I think it's very important that we use moderation in all of our activities and what we do and how we conduct ourselves because we are serving a God that wants us. He loves us. He desires us. And I don't know about you. I know we're living in a crazy, mixed-up world that is full of perversion and corruption. And uh, there's a lot that's going on that the world calls normal. That is not normal at all. That is perversion according to God's commandments. It has been in the past and it will be in the future. It's always going to be. There's some things that God is totally against and God does not want happening in our life. There, there, it, it would be, it would be, I, I, I believe that God is saying that He wants us to Himself. He don't want us to have anything that we look to that would come between us and Him. Now, I don't know about you, but as I've already said about the jealousy that goes on in relationships, now, I'm not, I'm not jealous of my wife at all. I trust my wife and her devotion and her love to me. You come walking in at a perfect time. And uh, I thought she had walked out on my preaching. But, but there, there, is, there is another thing behind that. I'm not into a sharing her with anybody. Amen. She belongs to me. I married her to spend my life together with her. And I'm not interested in any other man that would be, uh, that would be in, 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 in any way attracted to her that way because she, she is mine. Now, now you want to get me stirred up. Now that'll get me stirred up a little bit. And it ought to anybody that's in a relationship. I don't care what the world says. Open relationships is from the pit of hell. That's not an open understanding. That is the vulgarity perversion of this society that we are living in. It's, it's, it's not, it's not going according to the will of God and the plan of God. That's not what God wants. And God is not interested in having an open relationship with you or I, either one. God wants us to love Him 
more than anything else in this world. How many has found that God is not just a jealous God, but God is also a faithful God? God is a God that's been there in the good times. He's been there for me in the bad times. He's been there for me in the rain. He's been there for me in the sunshine. He's been there for me in the good days, and He's been there for me in the bad days. He's been there for me in sickness, and He's been there for me in health. God has been faithful to me. Amen. Faithfulness is something that the world knows little of. Faithfulness is something that has kind of went the way of all the earth. Because we are living in a self-centered society. We are living in a self-centered society. Used to when you had a job with a notable company, you were set for life. But now that's not what it means at all. Employees are not not uh, dedicated or consecrated or sold out to companies because companies are not dedicated and sold out to to employees. There's a lot of changing. There's a lot of there's a lot of ups and there's a lot of downs. They could come in in the morning and say, you know, I'm sorry, but uh, we you know we sold out to the highest bidder and they no longer need you. And so. It has made a disloyalty amongst everybody. And so it is, we are, we are more of a, of a dog eat dog world. What, what's best for me? What's in it for me? Where, where am I going to get the best benefits? How is this going to benefit me? And, and everybody's looking out for number one. Amen. And it's made us to where faithfulness and commitment means absolutely nothing. And that's the way it is in a relationship of a man and woman. I've said this multiple, multiple times, and I say again, that is a mirror relationship between us and God. When God put man and woman together, He was making a mirror of the way that our relationship would be with one another. Amen. With with Him. And in our relationship with Him... That we are, we are married to one. We are dedicated to one. We are sold out to one. We are interested in one. And so we, we love one. And we spend our time with that one. And so we are living in a world that, that a marriage relationship means nothing because if some better deal comes along, some better opportunity comes along, we jump out of this relationship into another. I want to tell you, all of you that are in relationship and all of you that seem to want to get into a relationship someday, it's a lifelong commitment. Amen. The Bible still says for better or for worse. The Bible says that a man should leave his mother and his father. Amen. Amen. That's, that's, that's what the Word says. That's God's plan for you. That's what God wants out of you because you are entering into a covenant with one another. It does not say as, as long as she stays slim and trim. As long as he stays dark-headed, 
Don't lose his hair. Amen. Things change with time. I think that we should try our best to be the best for one another. Amen. The way that you stay in that relationship is you keep courting all your life. Well, praise God. Praise God. You don't just get married and say there's nothing else that you can do, so you're done for. No, 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 no. That's like getting the Holy Ghost and never praying. It don't work. It will not work. It's a process that you... Boy, I am way off track, but I am... I, I don't know this morning, but I, I, am, I, am, I am totally out of my notes. My notes don't go along with this at all. But I, I, I want to tell you today that in your relationship, it's a process that you work on on a daily basis with one another. She's not an old hag, and he's not just an old grouch. I had a great moment while I was performing the ceremony of my, my daughter and, and uh, my son-in-law. He's my son-in-law now since he's got a grandson. <clears throat> Sister Beverly, you got a wonderful son. After all those years, man, he has proved his worth. But, but uh, <laughs> anyway, while I was marrying him, I had this wonderful thought that come across my mind. I said, now look, look, Nathaniel, you, you love Tammy the way she is now. You want to marry her. You want to spend the rest of your life with her. Now, now if you get five years down the road and you decide you don't like her, it's because of what you made out of her. I've done a good job to this point. Some of you, the reason why you don't like each other is because of what you've done to each other. If you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to buy a car that you're going to drive a long, long time, and you plan on being with that car for a long, long time. You don't hold the brake down and hold the gas pedal down and see how long you can burn up the tires on it. People, people amaze me sometimes. I see these people that I know they can't afford a new vehicle. And I know they got to have that one to last and they don't need it to tear up. And I look at them driving them like maniacs. I'm thinking, man, be careful with that thing. You're going to tear it up. You need to, you need to slow down, make it last. Amen. But you know what you'll do? You'll, you'll pet and pamper that vehicle and you'll have the oil change and you'll air up the tires and some of you ain't done this in a long time, but you need to clean it up. Oh, praise God. You need to take care of it because you want it to last. Now, if you want to be in a relationship that's going to stand the test of time, you need to be careful with that relationship. You need to pet that relationship. You need to comfort that relationship. You need to, you need to get out there and tell that relationship, man, you're still looking pretty good. How long has it been since you walked up to your wife and said, Man, you're still beautiful? 
How long has it been since you walked up to your husband and said, Good gracious, what a hunk. It's a much bigger hunk than it used to be, but what a hunk. (laughs) It seems like gravity just shifts. (laughs) And it settles somewhere around the middle. But but what you 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 understand what I'm saying? But we we're trying to get we're trying to get a million dollars out of something that we beat up and bang up and push around and holler at and scream at and fuss at. I want to tell you, there's somebody else out there that's looking around the corner, making sure that you're taking care of things the way they ought to be taken care of and doing what. Not one guy, he said, man, said he got so mad when he found out somebody else had kissed his wife. His wife told him, said, you ain't done it in three years. Why should it upset you? Lord, help us. Lord, help us. And this bleeds over into our families. You know the way your children's going to know how to treat. Their husband, or their wife, the way that you treat one another. You want somebody beating up on your daughter? Any man that beats up on a woman are to have both arms cut off. Amen, amen. Any woman that gets up in the face of a man and dares him to hit her needs her head examined. Amen. But I want to tell you, there's some things that we need to work on. Faithfulness, commitment. Amen. You know, I'm telling you, there there is something to what God is trying to tell us in the way that God says it ought to be. Husband and wife, love one another. I'm so far off this morning, I might as well just stay where I'm at. Amen. Love one another. Respect one another. Treat one another with kindness. Amen. Don't be kinder to someone on the job that you don't even know and can't say a kind word at home. Amen. Talk to the boss better than you talk to one another. Oh, well, that's my boss. Oh, well, that's your spouse. Oh, but I got to have that. Well, I tell you what, you'd be in trouble without your spouse, too. Oh, no, I wouldn't. As soon as you got rid of that, you'd be crying, whining, wanting another one. So take care of what you got. Take care of what you got. Protect what you've got. Build a hedge around your home. Learn how to respect and love and take care of one another. You guys hear this? Y'all hear me this morning? Y'all hearing that? You hear that, young ladies? Huh? Okay. Okay. You hear me, Brother Aaron? <laughs> Woo! And don't think you're going to train them after they say, I do. You're going to get more out of them before the commitment than you are afterwards. Can I get a witness on that? Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. You know that's the truth. We all know that's the truth. Amen. But God has blessed you with something. God has given you, and be faithful. Be faithful. Be faithful. 
The devil is a liar. The devil is a deceiver. The devil's in it to ruin, to wreck, and destroy homes. The devil's in it to, to, to entice you. The devil's in it to see what he can do with your family. He don't want you coming to church. He don't want you raising your family in the house of God. He don't want late relationships. You know, just just the other... Well, we celebrated our 25th uh, anniversary back in December. And we just got to go on our, our trip. And we went to Hawaii. And, and uh, people was talking about... You know, man, you know, everywhere you go, are you celebrating anything special? Birthday, anniversary, uh, honeymoon. Yeah, we're celebrating a honeymoon after 25 years. But, but I, I, you know, all of them, 25 years. You know, used to, I thought 25 years was a long time. Looking at it at this standpoint, my mom and daddy was a lot younger than what I thought they were when they were celebrating 25 years. I thought, my goodness, they got one foot in the grave and the other one slipping in. And I think both of them was about our age. But anyway, and people are amazed, 25 years? 25 years? And today's society, that's unheard of, people celebrating a golden anniversary. Amen, it's unheard of. Back when, when you young men and young ladies get married... Man, it would be so odd for somebody to be married 25 years. But I want to tell you, that's still God's plan. That's still God's will. That's still what God wants out of you. So make sure you dedicate and consecrate your life to God and dedicate and consecrate your life to one another. Amen. There, one, one, one person asked me, said, man... We was getting off the tour bus. They was carrying us somewhere. He said, he said, can you give me some advice for when I get married, how you make it last? I said, the way you make it last is there, there, there is no other options. There was no other options. And when you get into this and you have no other option, that's what makes it last because you know, I better take care of what I've got right now. Amen. I've got, to, I've got to make this last a long time. So I want to be faithful. I want to tell the truth. I want to be dedicated. I want to be consecrated. I want to tell you today, church, there's a time and an hour in this day that we're living in that we need to be dedicated and consecrated to God, loving God with our whole heart, putting God before anything else in this world. Son, I've done got y'all so quiet on this marriage deal. Amen. I feel like that preacher said he was 40 miles out to sea and done hit a stump. Amen. I done hit something, boy, that, whew, Lord, have mercy. Amen. But I, I, I just, help us, God. Help us, God. The devil is a deceiver. And I tell you right now, that little sweet thing on the job and that good-looking, attractive guy on the job's got worse problems than what you got back at home. And that ain't going to make things better. That ain't going to help things one bit. The devil is a liar. Amen. The devil is a deceiver. The devil is in it for total destruction 
of your life and your family. But I want somebody to wake up this morning and realize, devil, you're a liar. Whatever the devil has put between you and your husband or your wife, you need to go home and get it out. You need to go home and say, I'm through with this. I'm through with the hard feelings. Oh, man. Hallelujah to Jesus. I'm through with the trouble. I'm through with the fighting. I'm, I'm through with the aggravation. Me and you's getting on the same page. Amen. We're going to get things together. If you ain't been talking, you go home and start talking. Help us, Holy Ghost. Devil, you're a liar. Devil, you're a liar. Devil, you're a deceiver. Somebody wake up right now and realize how the devil's trying to deceive, ruin, wreck, and destroy your life and your relationship with one another. Devil, get out of my home. Thoughts, get out of my head. Get out of my spirit. Amen. Amen. Come to the music. I'll finish this maybe tonight. Get back on my topic. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Love one another. Love one another. Love one another. I might could take a poll by some of these young people and they could tell me who I'm preaching to this morning. Amen. But but love one another. Treat one another right. Have respect for one another. Don't hold junk over each other's head. If you're going to be in a relationship, let 20 years go. Let past faults and failures go. Start with the new slate today. Well, he didn't do. He, he didn't remember my anniversary back in 1929. Let it go. Let it go. Get past it. I'm sure there's some things that we could dig up on everybody if we really wanted to. But is it worth it? Is it worth living like you're living? Is it worth feeling like you feel? Is it worth going through what you're going through? Forgive, forget, and move on. Forgive, forget, and move on with your relationship, not to another relationship. Amen. But move on. Let's pray right now. Help us, God. Help us, God. Help us, Holy Ghost. Help us, Holy Ghost. Help us, Jesus. In Your name, in Your name, in Your name, Holy Ghost, work right now. Touch hearts, touch souls, touch lives. Move, God, right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I believe you, God. 
I believe you, God. I, I do apologize for all of you that are here this morning that come to hear a good sermon. I got, I, I, I don't know, I just, I just felt every time I tried to get off of this, it went right back to the same thing over again. And there's some of you that's been married for years that you live in misery. And there's no sense in it. You know who's at fault. You can blame it on everybody. But there's two to really blame. Get it right today. Get it right today. Get it right today. Hallelujah. As we all stand right now, this is what I want to do. I want all the young people, the single folks, I want all of you to stay behind. And I want every, I don't care how old you are, how long that you've been married, I want you to make your way to this front. Let's line up husband and wife. I want you to grab each other's hand. I want you to walk to this front right now. And I want to ask God for His help. The devil is a thief. The devil is a liar. If this makes you uncomfortable, you might be the one that God's trying to talk to today. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power. I just feel like this is a God moment right now. You can look, you could look at my notes. There was nothing about husband and wife relationship, but God just kept leading me in this direction. Oh God. In your name, in your name, in your name. Come here. Jody. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, I believe you right now. I believe you right now. Let's pray right now. Let's pray right now. Let's ask God for His help. Let's ask God for His touch. Let's ask God for His directing hand right now. The devil's after me. The devil's after you. But the devil can't get us because God built a wall around us right now. In Jesus' name, I want you to make up your mind. It's going to be different from this moment on. Things are about to change right now. In Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power. I rebuke every devil from hell that would come against every relationship right now, God, in this church, Lord. Oh, mighty God, I pray for a touch from heaven. I pray for a touch from heaven right now. I pray for victory in Jesus' name. 
I pray for forgiveness right now. I pray for mercy right now. I pray for forgetfulness right now, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Devil, you're a liar. Devil, you're a liar. God, I know you can work in every situation. Work in every home, God. Work in every life right now, God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Help us right now, Holy Ghost. Strengthen our families right now, Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Devil, you're alive. In Jesus' name. I plead the blood right now. I plead the blood right now. I plead the blood right now. I plead the blood of Jesus right now. Oh, God, work, Lord, work, Lord, work, Lord. Work, Lord, work, Lord, work, Lord. In the name of Jesus, victory. Victory is mine. Lift your hands toward heaven right now. Worship Him. Praise Him. Lift up His name. God, I want you in my life. I want you in my marriage. I want you in my home, God. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, help us, God. Help us, Holy Ghost. We need you, Holy Ghost. Oh, we're depending on you, God. We're depending on you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I praise you, God. I praise you, God. I praise you, God. Hallelujah. Now, this is what I want you to do. You're not off of the hook this easy. But some of you, and you know who you are, I may not. You know, when you go home today, you have a good old talk and you get some things fixed, some things worked out that divides the hindrance, the things that the adversary has put there and you get them out of the way. You made some commitments. If you want to know what those commitments are and you need refreshed, you get right here in the Bible. And then to tell you what all of those commitments are. And you live up to that. And you fulfill that. The devil's a liar. The devil's a liar. He's out to ruin, to wreck, destroy, steal from you. Amen. The things that God wants you to have. Maybe. Maybe next Sunday. I don't know. Maybe I get... Of course, y'all may not want me to get back on these notes. But anyway, to all of our guests today, so glad that all of you are here. Amen. Glad that you come to be with us. Come back tonight. Remember prayer.
prayer tonight. Anybody know what time the prayer room starts? 6.30, 6.30, not a quarter till, not ten till, but 6.30. Let's be here early for prayer. Choir practice at 5.15. Lord bless you. Remember, next Sunday we'll be frying fish over in the gym. Everybody's invited. Bring a guest with you. We're going to have a great time. You can be dismissed in Jesus' name.